get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 133 of the What Up Though podcast. Yep, what's good? Uh, not much. Um, interesting week in news, sports, you know, so same old yeah. shit. Yeah, we can we can delve into it. Um, I want to I do kind of briefly want to I don't, I don't want to talk about it too much, but we could briefly talk about the NBA finals. Um, kind of indifferent but we can speak on it it's uh it's been interesting but let's um let's start with some feedback right oh well actually first let's start with let's start with our guest special guest in the building <laughs> yeah we're being fuck boys man that uh, was horrible i thought he just about to just say fuck it yeah <laughs> I, was, I was gonna let him do you know and i was just like okay well i guess we so we got the homie steve in the house man say what up though what up though <laughs> yeah he, uh he came in from arizona and um, uh, he's been well. He's been on a podcast before, so uh, he's not he's not new he's not new to the game. So back home for the yeah for back the home yeah. So uh, got the family in a building, so you have a good have a good chat. Um, I want to start by uh, as usual with the a uh, little bit little bit of feedback we got. Um, I want to queue up Baylor's email. And um, we can read Jeff's email and then get into the topics that we have because we we are, it's it's midnight already and I'm already tired so I'm trying to like, like let's let's just plow through this podcast and uh, plow like a like a like as a like as a porn shoot <laughs> exactly through this well that's the idea so yeah uh, let's see what he's talking about I'm sure it's some fuck shit let's see what Baylor's talking about. Hey, so look, the question that your boy called. Hey, hold on, let me make sure my volume's tight because I'm like, this shit is weird. Where's okay. my snare? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, here we go. Along with the whole parenting thing, first let me just uh, let me talk about that. Like, I agree with Mike when he said, you know, <laughs> a kid is a kid; they cry. That's what they do. I agree with that, but I also agree with in certain circumstances or certain situations. Uh, I have G-checked my child, like, when it comes to, like, sports, like, you play basketball and football, there's times where he feeds off of other people's emotions, so, if his teammates are, yeah, I'm in Camry, I'm in the Camry, so you already know what's going on, um, how do you know what that means? It's, it's situations where uh, his teammates get frustrated and upset and start crying and shit like that. And sometimes he like he feeds off of that energy, and, and then he becomes that type of player where he gets frustrated. He want to cry and shit like that because team-wise, as a team, everything is not going right. You know what I'm saying? And But we teach him this every morning or, or every other morning before he get out of the car to go to school. Like, yo, don't be a follower. Be a leader. You know, and so it's times where I had to check them, you know, during a tournament or on the sideline during a game. Like, yo, you need the man up. You know what I'm saying? Now, I understand back in the day that used to be normal. Niggas could be on a deathbed and your pops would be like, look, you need the man up. <laughs> Nowadays, you got sensitive people like your boy was saying, like, yo, you know, um, 
you can't talk to your son like that. Like, that's not right. And that's going to discourage them in the future. Like, nah, I think it's the way you talk to him. I think it's the relationship that you have with your son. Um, and there's certain times where your son is just acting like a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? Point blank. I, I look at it like this. And, I, you know, I'm pro LeVar Ball, too. So you got to figure, you know, once he turns 17, 18, and he goes out into that world, my nigga, all that shit that he was doing as a kid, that he learned as a kid, some of that shit sticks with him. Some of the things that we t we tell him and we show him and the experiences and stuff like that, it sticks with him. So all that, all the good shit that you that you teach him, you just hope as a father, he continues to, you know what I'm saying, feed off of that and, and live his life off of the things that you've taught him. Because, nigga, once he get into this world, my nigga, it's over. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't captain save your son all the time. And that's my, my, my worst fear is having my son being picked on or, you know, getting beat up and, and, and you know, and bullied and shit like that. That's my worst fear and him not defend himself. So I'm constantly like, you know, teaching him certain things, teaching him how to be a man and things like that, because this world is fast, bro. This world ain't waiting on nobody. And eventually your son is going to be 18, going to college and stuff like that. And he going to deal with a different type of bully. You know, so basketball and football is 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 not only an outlet for him to to play, but it also teaches him to be tough as well because you know it's a competitive sport, and you can't sit up there and be whining and crying and shit during a basketball game and a football game or whatever your son plays. Uh, but the but the other uh, question that he was talking about, the other topic about you know niggas wearing rompers and shit like like it's an agenda, bro. I'm not against I'm not against the LBG XYZ whatever this shit is called. Okay, no disrespect, <laughs> but it's just not not something that I like. I don't follow. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's something I pay attention to when I see certain things going on. More feminine shit is going on, bro, and, like, niggas is trying to make that shit cool. I was hearing people say, like, you know, let your son be your son if he wants to be different. Like, no, nigga, that's not different, nigga. That's an agenda. They put these niggas in dresses and shit. And a romper is a goddamn, it's a feminine jumpsuit. <laughs> like, goddamn, like, back in the, in the 90s, maybe even in the early 2000s, my nigga, before, uh, you know, before Iverson left, my nigga, like, niggas was... We wouldn't wear that shit. We not wearing none of that. Like niggas is wearing like I wear I wear open toe sandals, but shit that you would wear at bitch. the beach. These niggas is wearing open toe sandals <laughs> with like straps and shit around their legs. Yo, take that shit off, my nigga. Rumpers and shit, that's not cool. And and look, I'm tired of these memes saying, well, you know, niggas was wearing rumpers in, in, in prison. No nigga, that was a jumpsuit. You know what I'm saying? That was a fucking jumpsuit, my nigga, and you had to wear that. Overalls, jumpsuits, and rumpers are different, my nigga. A rumper is a fucking feminine jumpsuit that's cut off at the legs. It, that shit is stupid, my nigga. Come on, man. It's it's bad, bro. It's bad. Like more and more, like year after year, we getting some more feminine shit. You know, niggas is wearing tight uh, slacks, showing their ankles and shit like. <laughs> like nah, that's not. It like it's okay. Not to be feminine. How about that? Like my nigga, just just what up though? I I don't know. Maybe I'm just going <laughs> off. Y'all tell me. Like like no, look real quick. So y'all telling me that shit like Uzi Vert? That shit that he had on. This nigga had this nigga had on like a what was it, a halter top or some shit like that. And he had a handbag, so that's cool now. That's cool. 
y'all y'all feel like um, you know just let him be him let's let him do him and then you wonder why niggas get picked on <laughs> all right man <laughs> There's <laughs> a few things I wanted to talk about with what he was saying. Like, I, I, I think his 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 comment on uh, making sure that your son grows up to be uh, well, just just not not a bitch. Like, I get that. I think there's like a a line that needs to be drawn. Like, you have to play a, a fine point between. Your kid just being a kid and your kid being somebody who needs to transition into being a man. So, like, if you have a kid who's four and they get hurt and they cry, don't go, hey, man, stop being a bitch, man up. Like, now you just being like some, like, inappropriate ass, overly uh, masculine ass dickhead. Like, that's that's different. If you got a kid who's say twelve and is playing football, and he gets you know he he thought he had a touchdown, and he gets tackled at the two, and he's like oh shit, and he start crying. Then you go, hey man, don't be fucking crying. Like that's different. So it's like you need to kind of like I guess play the play the shit by the circumstances and whatnot. I I, I feel like there's a lot of people who apply the uh, I guess. I guess it, I haven't come up with a, a terminology for it, but like dub it like a teenage rule that apply like a young adult teenage rule to a fucking like child. And it's like, I, I don't endorse the idea of this applying this heavy uh, masculinity shit on a fucking kid. Like the kids are supposed to be able to cry. Like it's it's not it don't make you a bitch to cry. Like that's just not how it is. And it's coming from somebody who never cries. Like I don't I just don't. Like it, I I can't even relate to crying. Like I just don't do it. But like I'm at the same time I could be like, hey, somebody's a bitch for crying. Like I'm not gonna do that. So like I think there there needs to be a line drawn uh, between when somebody's uh, when it's a kid being a kid and. And a kid who, or a child who, is transitioning into manhood, and you want to make sure that they're not soft. So I I, I can get that distinction. Um, what y'all think about it? I you mean, for, I yeah, no, nah. <laughs> no. Nah, for me, I get it. I again, I think it depends on the the scenario. So like for me personally, my son's almost two. So if he falls and scrapes his knee or something, he's he's gonna cry. He's still a he's still an infant. But if I can see that the fall wasn't rough, I'll joke with him. Hey, buddy, shake it off. You're OK. Get up. Whoop -de -whoop. I'm not going to say stop acting like a bitch. Or like the scenario we talked about earlier with my nephew. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a situation earlier we were discussing off uh, off air. Um, my nephew was nine. He was getting picked on in school. So I taught him how to do a little fight moves, whatever, whatever. The bully kept picking on him, pushed him, stuffed him in the locker. I was like, hey, man, good job. You know, I'm proud of you. You stood up for yourself. We come back home, you know, for my youngest sister's graduation. And his, uh, his dad is fucking vaginal. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Uh, this nigga's his pussy. So he's trying to tell his dad the story like, hey, I had a bully that was picking on me, but I stood up for myself. But before he could even get to the point of talking about standing up for himself, his dad just bust out, stop being a bitch. 
to which my automatic reply was like, well, your dad's a bitch. I didn't say this to my nephew, but your dad's a bitch because your dad won't even fucking look at me in the face. And I'm standing right here. So your dad's a bitch. So don't don't take advice from bitch ass niggas. <laughs> so I just again, it depends on scenario. So like I, I get where he's coming from and I, I agree with it. I mean, I, I do fully agree that, you know, you want your kid to be prepared for life because there is a different type of bully out out there when they're when they're grown. It's not something you can protect them from. So, yeah, I, I fully understand it. I, I get where he's coming from. Otis has no comments. <laughs> Apparently, no. Uh, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a, a, a fine line with discipline and and, um, and teaching your your kids, you know, uh, certain things. Um, I don't know. I was just a big ass crybaby as a kid, um, and so any little yelling would just spook me and shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I get that shit from. My uncle used to just come over and think about the women. I just start crying, just like just the thought of it, you know, what I'm saying? just like I'm. I, I should have probably got some man up, nigga, but, you know, I don't know. Every, every kid isn't the same, man, and you got to, you know. Hey, but look, though, like, you said you had. I turned out okay. You're right. right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that was the point I was going to make. Like, so, really, it don't even really matter because, like, you said you cried all the time and you got, like, you didn't get really G-checked on it, but, like. I'm no, not gonna sit here like, yeah, Otis a pussy. Like you, you first off, G-check, turned off fine. G check is, is hilarious. I feel like that's like some kind of like VD process for some gangs and shit. shit. Yeah, right. well, nah, but <laughs> but yeah, but it's you know, I think it's just it's it's relationships, it's it's delivery, and you know, and it's relationships. I think you can't stress the you know, relationship level of of that interaction with your kid. You know, whatever meeting them wherever they at. You know, so, so. let me give you a scenario. So my son plays soccer. Um, they they rotate the kids in and out of the game throughout the course of throughout the course of the game, just like any other sport. And they also cycle out who plays goalie. And my son played goalie, and he got scored on. And this is I I was not at the game at this point. So where to go, Dad? <laughs> oh man you can eat a dick so um i was not at the game yet and um i went to the game but i was not there yet mm-hmm. and he got scored on and so after the game was over i found out that he uh was upset about getting scored on like he was mad about it and he was like on the sideline being like pissy about it and shit and i, I guess he I I don't know if he cried, cried, but he was like, like that mad cry, like you know, like you pissed off. He was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, he was he was upset about it. So, how do you feel about um, within that context, a kid crying, like in the sense of like 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 I'm crying because I'm sad, but like I'm crying because yeah, like so within the context of sports, like how how does that how do you feel about that? Like, is, is that different? Cause like, okay. So before you answer my reaction was, um, I wasn't mad about it. I wasn't like, Hey, uh, you were acting, you know, whatever kind of way. Like I wasn't mad about it. I was kind of like, okay with the fact that he was passionate enough that he was that upset that he got scored on. Whereas, Someone else may have been like, why are you crying? And it was just like a blanket kind of like, don't cry situation. And I looked at it as like, 
he's passionate enough about the game that he was mad that he got scored on. And I, 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 I see a distinction there. I mean, I think I think we put, with, even with sports, we put so much emphasis on winning when something directly happens, where you're directly at fault for something happening, like a score, say, for instance, the goalie and shit, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to feel some kind of way. I mean, you know, but I think it's one of the things where it's a it's a learning experience. Like, okay, you don't want to get scored on. I get it. It happens. Let's, I don't know, uh, channel this into practicing more so it doesn't happen. Right. Or, you know, something something of that nature. But, you know, I... You know, just I know my my sister was a lot a lot different. You know, my 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 little my brother was a lot different. You know, um, when it came to uh, shit like that, and you just have to treat. You can't. It's no one way to treat all kids when dealing with shit like that. You know, um, but I would just you know it's hard. I don't have a son, so I just just think about I you know I I did coaching and stuff like that when I was younger and stuff, and you know I guess you just try to. Um, Channel to a learning experience somehow, but you know, but I mean, I guess, I guess, and I guess the question back is like, I mean, you have a son, you know, you have, you know, a close nephew, you know, and it's, um, how, how do you say without saying it, you know, this is not a, a, a reason to cry? I think that, <laughs> um, I, I, if you, even if you uh, even if you don't say it at all, but you know what, I don't. Yeah, like what? It, I don't discourage it. Okay, and it, it's just because like I again I don't personally. That's just not how I'm built. Like I'm just not a cry, and it's not like a masculine thing. It's just like I'm a very emotionally detached person. I don't feel very many emotions. Period. So like I'm I'm just kind of like. <laughs> dead inside. But I don't. I don't put. I don't put any like uh, preconceived notions of masculinity on anybody. So like, I'm not gonna be like, hey, don't cry. Like, I, I, I don't see any problem with it. Even though I don't do it, I'm not gonna be like, hey, don't cry. Because I, because I feel like that whole concept is built on a to me flawed idea of masculinity like you you can't cry if you're a man and like i'm now if he cries because um i don't know uh fucking cartoon got preempted <laughs> that's different but like i'm not gonna if if you if you have uh you know a situation like his where you got scored on on uh you know in soccer or whatever and you're pissed off and you cry out of anger or disappointment or whatever, I'm not gonna be like, oh, crying, bad. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not built like that, and I don't, I don't equate crying to like bitchness. Like that's just not, I just don't do that, and I think that's a unique, uh, a, a unique uh, perspective to have as someone who doesn't do it. Because you would think like. As me being somebody who don't cry, I would frown upon it, but I I don't really care. So like if he gets if somebody hits him up like hey don't cry don't cry don't cry don't cry I'm not built like hey don't show because I look at it as like don't show emotion and I'm like I don't think that it's not manly to not show emotion like that's that's not a a thing that you tie to masculinity like as far as I'm concerned masculinity is tied to um just how you behave as a person uh are you a 
a individual with a dick, then you then you're a man. Like I I don't tie masculinity to crying. Like the two things don't correlate to me. So I I don't I don't have any feelings about that. I don't know if I I, I, I don't know if I really agree agree not with that <laughs> not not what you were saying, but just masculinity tied to boys so young like yeah i don't know i just feel like it's 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 See, such I a, use it as a it's as such a, a coaching opportunity though like, yeah, that, yeah that's what i'm thinking more so like you know i just i i don't i don't know why just the whole thing of masculinity and in, in kids it to me just seemed like it's too early to have this this stigma of yeah, a, no, a, like, a, on a kid so we my nephew plays soccer as well so like let's say mike's situation he was the goal that he got scored on and he starts crying out of frustration. Like, hey man, it's just cool. It happens. But like, if you wanna, if you wanna get better, let's practice so this doesn't happen again. Right, so right, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that yeah. and that'll show me if he's really into the actual sport, exactly. and if I need to invest more time with them so we can continue so he can get better. Because I mean, they, they're kids, so they're gonna try different things. So, as much as I want my son to play football, especially quarterback. I know that shit ain't necessarily gonna happen, and if it doesn't, I'm cool with that. If he doesn't want to fucking play football, he wants to play fucking chess. I don't give a shit. As long as he's doing something, and he's goddamn active. That's my only. Is he active? Is he happy? Is he progressing? Is he learning life lessons? That's all I care about. I'm not trying to. I hate it as an adult when people try to put their fears and their their desires on on me. Right. So I'm not about to sit up there and do that to my son. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I, I, I had a, my nephew played uh um pal football and first year he played, I think he ended up being a quarterback. Now you know a younger kid, I think it's, I forget the letter, but just the youngest team. Quarterbacks don't do shit but run the fucking ball, and they're like the main person on the fucking team. It's like the quarterback, running back. There's no receivers. They don't. They just stand out there and shit. And so he played quarterback for two I years. I didn't know that. That's interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. Younger, they don't throw. The, they don't really throw the ball. I mean, it's like oh. a random occurrence if they do. I mean, oh, just because they just not. It's not even that they're 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 not uh, developed yet. Running and like trying to run formations and plays. Yeah. It's not really there yet, and that's that's not any fault of theirs. It's no, just, they're just young. Yeah, they're young. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. No, like, I don't have any problem with that. that that's just interesting it's, knowledge it's to me. Like, oh, then, really? That's then, how that is? Okay. Kids, kids aren't catching that well. No. It's, it's a combination <laughs> of it. Yeah, so it's like, you know, kids aren't catching that well. Kids ain't throwing that well. So they just run. And they yeah, just that, run. That's inter- I mean, that Look makes perfect like sense, but that's interesting to me. I, yeah. I never thought of that, but I'm like... That makes perfect sense, but that's interesting. Yeah, 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 so true. Could have just running blindly and shit, you know. So, and they was, and it was, uh, this was, uh, this was like full, full uniform tackle and shit. This is so, a good fucking cigar. Which one is that? The one Steve brought. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I just, just like blurted it out, but I'm like, shit, just this be, is nice. Shit should be good sometimes. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah, shit um, should be good. Like you don't be fucking like, oh, it's a good fucking pussy. Like, right. yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> It Transition happens. from pal football to good pussy. Kids don't play But uh, so like kids can catch the ball. This is right, a good fucking pussy. Good pussy boy and a cigar. <laughs> God damn. Um, so then like he had some issues with the team. The team had like issues, uh, personnel or some shit. So then he stopped playing for a year. Went back the next year. 
obviously he wasn't the quarterback, so he ended up he was a lot bigger now, so he ended up playing on playing on, on the line both both sides, and he was just totally distraught because he went from like being the main person to just being a person that doesn't touch the ball, and so like the first thing I was like had to him like not touching the ball doesn't mean that you're not active player valuable. that you don't have a value to play. I might yeah. look at the NBA, um, NFL, you know, and I think I think I use like Sue as, at the time he was best Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you have players that can make difference so it's like and and so teaching them that I'm like you you can be pissed about it or you can make the most out of it. You know what I'm saying? And lucky that year he ended up getting like defensive player of the year or something. Cause oh, he, so yeah, he ended up, you know, learning into it. But, you know, I don't think that situation probably doesn't work all the time. It just, you know, it worked well for him. You know, I'm like, you know, own up to it. If you know, if you go play the position, play as best you can or don't play at all. You know. So but I think that's every kid is just is different, man. But I I think, you know, not necessarily discouraging the crime, but discouraging not, but encouraging other ways to 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 learn and other ways to to uh, express yourself or whatever. So yeah. Um. Before we continue, I just want to say, Steve, like, if you have something you want to say, just grab the mic. Yeah. Pause. Just grab the mic. <laughs> just grab the mic. <laughs> yeah. You said it first. You said grab the mic. <laughs> but yeah, you just grab it. Like it's it's whatever. It's right there. Um. The. <laughs> hey, he said it first. God damn it. Um, can I get this cigar here? No. No. God damn it. So, Steve, give us the the, the background on that cigar, if you, or whatever you know, because I'm curious. I need to look it up myself. Okay. So, again, I'm, I'm living out in Phoenix now. Um, I'm a member at a local cigar shop. And, um, place is pretty legit. Like, dude has some, uh, existing relationships with some cigar makers. I, uh, I think I posted a photo in our, our group. That's where I met Steve Saskat. Dude used to be over, um... I forget, I forget what fucking brand, but anyways, uh, that cigar had been something he had been working on for the last two years, so it's been sitting and getting... How do you spell that, the name of that cigar? Is that all, can you spell that up? Um, Quesada, Q-U-E-S-A-D-A. Reserve. Reserve. That's the barber pole one. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a barber pole. So I know from the group, we have like a, a group page for members on Facebook. And, you know, this month he was like, hey, I got something special for you guys. Every member is getting two of these sticks for the month. Um, you know, they're going to be limited reserve, only this shop, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully he has a, a couple boxes for when I get back so I can go ahead and purchase that. Hopefully my wife's not listening to this <laughs> and <Yeah>. doesn't. <laughs> Isn't aware that I'm going to be purchasing that box when I get back, yeah, but yeah. No, it's funny when we we were sitting there talking about uh, Naomi. I was right. I was trying to I was telling you about you know uh, Diane and stuff, and then I, we were sitting out there, and I was yeah, because I was like I got a membership at the uh, I'm like I never told my wife I got a membership at the uh, cigar place. I'm just like yeah, it's just unnecessary information. Yeah, no. um, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not even that much. Like, I think my membership is 35 bucks a month, and we get like four to six sticks every month. Mine is uh well we get what well, she knows it's thirty five dollars she doesn't know I pay monthly <laughs> <laughs> so she thinks that shit was like a one time fee for the year like oh no, that's mine, great yeah, mine is no. thirty and you get a you get a one stigma but you get twenty I think it's twenty five percent off regular sticks and boxes um, yeah we get twenty percent off sticks and boxes uh, you definitely like get a better deal with more twenty five percent off uh, merchandise like the torch I got is really nice okay. This is so. really good. I like this. What's the What's the cigar place you work? Uh, was you got it? You have a membership at? What's uh, Fine Ash Cigar. Oh, okay. 
Fine ass cigar. <laughs> okay, so um uh unless you got anything else you want to discuss on the uh No, I think we can crying ass kids topic. Yeah. Uh we can pull up um Jeff. Uh Jeff actually sent a, a actual uh text, text email. uh email. Oh, yeah, so uh we don't have his uh usual voicemail, but I'll read it and um we'll see what happens. I haven't I like I said, I usually don't read the shit ahead of time. I even told him like I'll read it on the podcast. So I'll read it and I guess we can interject as we, as we see fit. Um uh it's numbered for some reason. Uh well just two two numbers. Uh so I'll just start. One I personally don't think that it's okay for young men to cry about everything after a certain age. Okay, so apparently we're sticking on the same topic. (laughs) As I mentioned, a death or major injury is acceptable, but minor disappointments or bumps and scrapes are not. In my opinion, the process of learning to become a strong... Wait. Yeah, okay. A strong man take a while, and the sooner a young man starts to learn the basics, the better. As I mentioned last week, crying in adult males is simply not seen as acceptable as as an acceptable thing. If it was, the Jordan crying meme wouldn't be so popular. Two, I think that parents should be able to raise their kids as they see fit. If I choose to tell my son to toughen up, I don't want the nearby peanut gallery inserting their commentary of what they think I should do. Uh, Yeah, I do too. Much in the same way you mentioned about not wanting anyone to tell your son to stop crying when that's not the way you chose to raise them. Overall, I think the soci- that society wants men to act in a way that I personally feel is too feminine. And yet when they begin to act that way, those same people that push the behavior condemn the man for adopting it. So. I mean, I don't know. I think we kind of mostly covered kind of his question in. <clears throat> Yeah, we kind of anyway. we kind of did. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I mean, you you know, you you run your household how you see fit. Um, I mean, yeah, and, and it it kind of boils down to like an age limit, and you know where you feel that kid is in their development. Um, I my son is nine. Um, I take his his crying instances on a case to case basis. So like his soccer shit, his mother is more his mother and her family are kind of like almost like anti cry, like toughen up, don't do that shit, blah 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 blah. And you would think that I would be in that boat, but I'm I'm really not. Like I, I was told that he cried after his after he got scored on, and I told him I was like, you know, to me that tells me that you care. Uh, that you're passionate about the game and you know i i i'm not gonna judge you for crying i i'm just not like uh, it, it is what it is he's nine he's a fucking kid man like i i'm kids just cry sometimes <laughs> kids fucking cry dog that it, it is what it is like your feelings get hurt you get physically hurt shit fucking happens man i'm not gonna fucking judge a kid for crying i don't judge adults for crying for the most part like i mean look like we all watch sports like what do you see the majority of the time when a team takes a huge loss you will see a fucking player crying yeah, seven foot college student yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it happens man and it's like 
it, it is what it is, man. It's like you're passionate and you're you cry about that shit. I can't relate to it, but I understand it. So I'm I'm not gonna be a, a, a an anti cry person. It's it's just not who I am. I think, I'm, like, I'm not. You know, and I, like kind of said earlier, I think you just I think it's key to to turn those moments into into learning experiences, however you can, you know, and make it I mean move forward. I, I don't think it's much more than that. So kind of still on topic. How do y'all feel about a uh, participation trophy? Dude, I was just about oh, to good. ask that, dog. Good fucking I was shit. Just about to ask that. Because I, I gotta like me and my wife have already had this conversation. I already I'll had an age. I was no, I I thought about it earlier when we were talking about the soccer, and then yeah. I kind of lost track. And I swear I was just about to ask. I got a I got an age limit. Go for it. I'll, I'll go last. I got an age limit for that shit. Like once I already discussed that shit. Once he's about eight or nine. And he can start understanding the concept of you're not gonna win every fucking game you play. Then the participation shit's out the fucking door for me. I don't. I don't even like I, if, if you. If to me, if you want something, if you don't like the fact that you didn't get a trophy, and you still want to play, try harder. Be better. You I gotta think, practice. I think that's. I think that's fair. I. I. I th- although I. Do, I don't believe. I don't like him at all. But I feel that at a certain age you can do it. I think that's fair. Um. But what's crazy is that, like, so, like I said, my nephew had played a bunch of years of, of pal football, and parents were almost more upset than the kids of not getting participation trophies. And that's, and that's the craziest fucking shit. And like, that's what I was going to talk about, because his last game, I happened to walk by, and there was a group of parents talking about, well, he better get a participation trophy and blah, blah, blah. I'm like... You, if your you, kids you, suck, your kids you, suck. You got a wall of you got a wall of fucking trophy for your kid existing in in a in a sport, and it's just not like that. You know, no. I don't I don't like them. I feel like it's just a it's a it's an award for just just signing on to the team, and that's I I don't think it's teaching anything great. You know, you just I'm getting a trophy because trophies are typically for things that you win, you earn, or whatever. Oh, and so participating mean you just. I mean, shit. You, you, the, 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 the participation <laughs> trophy is the fact that you was able to actually be picked on the team and you played. Like getting an extra trophy for that just seems extra. And I think I don't know. I I would love to see a a a, a study on kids that got participation trophies versus kids that didn't and how they end up in life. Uh, but yeah, you just I don't know. I don't like them. Um, I'm 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 definitely I, I feel about the age limit. Um, but I just feel like they just, you know, because so at these banquets, um, if you've ever been to like a sports banquet for kids, they give the participation trophies. Then they give certain, you know, like, you know, uh, offensive player, defensive player, you know, stuff like that, you know, and, you know, random kids to get those extra ones or whatever. So then like everyone's leaving with something like, no, nah, I don't I don't really care for it. I, I think it's a. Uh, I think it's just extra is too much. You know? Yeah, as as anti <laughs> um, slander tour crying as I am, I'm extra anti tour participation shit. Like <laughs> I I I don't support that shit in the least. Like I I will give you your leeway as far as crying over defeat or whatever the case may be, but I'm not gonna give you props for participation shit. I, I'm wholly anti-participation trophies like i'm not not a fan of that at all like i i i I, that's where i draw the line (laughs) like i'll I'll say like hey yeah you didn't make it you didn't win you did you whatever the case may be 
If you're upset about it, whatever, that's fine. Let's get it together. You, we, we can do better next time, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, you got a participation trophy. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. Get, get that shit up out of here, dog. Or I just played on the team. What about yeah, that one? I was <laughs> present. Like, no. <laughs> I'm anti-participation shit. Nah, I saw, I, actually, uh, uh, Michael gets a, um, so he has, a, like, a, a school binder. And it has things that are are meant to uh to bring home and shit that's meant to go go back to school, and he had a thing that was like that. It was like a um I don't know what it was for. It was some participation type shit. I'm not gonna give him props on that. Like I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh yeah, well you got the participation thing. That that's where I draw the line. I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give props for participation. Like I'm not. Yeah, no, I draw the line there. I'm not. I'm not a fan of participation shit. I'm not gonna. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna sound kind of fucked up, but I'm not like gonna be um, like if you say fucked up, right? You're like the say, let's say the twelfth man on a team or whatever, and you were like garbage and shit like that. I will say I won't give you shit for being garbage, but I'm not gonna give you props for being present. Like I'm like, right, yeah, like yeah. That, that's the that's the line that there is. Like I'm not be like, well, you participated. Like no, I'm not. I'm not gonna give you shit, but I'm not gonna give you props either. So yeah, I'm not a I'm not a participation uh, fan. Nah, I'm that definitely. that as a, as a child who um, largely excelled throughout childhood, that was garbage to me personally. Like, don't give me that. Like, don't, like, hey, here's your participation shit. Like, okay, so you give me participation, but I'm, say, ranked fourth in whatever the fuck. I don't want to hear that shit. I, I want to be ranked first. I want to be number one. I like, just, I, I just, don't uh, tell me that you give me props because I was there. Like, no, I don't I don't want that shit. I mean, in sports, it, losing is just a part of the game, and I feel like participation trophies cushions losing like a loss is a fucking loss you know yeah you're you're competing against a team one of y'all go win one of y'all go lose that's just how it's gonna be yeah, and i think and i think those just you know promotes that you know you didn't you you only sort of lost but you still get props for losing like <laughs> i don't know I, I i'm not for it i you know well, we've already decided we're not doing the no, kids. We're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm also additionally to take that a step further. I'm not for my son quitting midseason either. Like, if you signed up for something, you're going to finish it out, whether you suck or not. Oh yeah, absolutely. I. I, I, I don't. I don't want him to learn that oh, I'm not good at this. I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to stop. Yeah. Like, no. No. I, I. I agree with that. But I, as somebody who used to coach, I hated that shit when like their kid wasn't good or they wasn't getting playing time. Well, they're just not going to play. All right. Well, when your son quits at everything else and shit, because that's what you're teaching them. I, I just I don't I don't get that shit, and I don't get how parents are okay with that. Man, parents parents are the fucking worst. Worst. Man, I I, I coached the church league pee wee team basketball, and the parents were in that bitch cussing, whining about their kids not getting playing time. Like they are terrible, dude. And see, the, the thing I like is when you get the parents that are involved and. Hey, why is my kid not getting time? Well, your kid needs to work on this, this, and that. Right. Cool. Right. Thank you. And then they work on this, this, and that. And you can see maybe the next practice they've actually worked on it. All right, cool. You're working on it. You're doing something. It's the parents that just fucking sit there and think they're supposed to get everything for their goddamn kids. It's just 
So she irks the fuck out of me. It, it really is though. <laughs> so I, I was and I'm mad. I only had two. That tried to distract on the podcast, but damn. Nah. So I I looked it up. I'm mad. Only had two. Which is interesting that I wonder how many how many cigar places actually because. From what I'm reading, he just has the one cigar place, which is in Arizona. Um, so that's a really small group of people who are getting this uh, stick. But I, I did read that he did a stick last year. Were you familiar with that? No, because I didn't sign up until uh, okay. last year. So. Okay. Yeah, he did a stick last year. That's kind of cool, though. I would love for a place up here to do like a special fucking stick. So while we're talking about sports... Um, there's two things that we wanted to discuss. So Fuck yeah. let's get let's get into those. Well, I don't know why he fucked. Yeah, I don't. Oh, you I, know what I'm talking we start about. basketball. I go football. Yeah. Well, well. Or football, I mean, go basketball. Well, I was gonna say. Well, my two things were the NBA finals, and then I know that Steve wants to talk about boycotting the uh, NFL. So, um, let's uh. Put a gap, I guess, uh, with the heavy shit. So let's talk about the NBA Finals first, and then we can talk about the NFL after. Um, the NBA Finals right now is 3-0. Golden State's up. Uh, how do you think this affects LeBron's legacy? I And before we answer that question, I also wanted to point out the fact that... <clears throat> excuse me. Um... There's been a whole lot of talk about uh, the the and I I do not want to discuss this, but I'm going to point it out in the context of our conversation, the LeBron and Jordan comparisons, which I'm sick of. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 I I want no I, parts I of that. I'm tired of it. I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> and I I I'm I'm sick of it. But how does it affect LeBron's legacy theoretically? Let's say this plays out how it is likely to play out. Say Cleveland gets swept. How does this affect LeBron's legacy to you, if at all? Go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it totally affecting his legacy in a in a in a bad way. Um, I think he's still going to uh, end up being one of the greater players to play. Um. That's in short. I mean, other than that, I, I at the current moment, I really can't see of anything really, really deep about it. You know, um, they're they're just totally being fucking outplayed as a team. It's a team sport, so I mean, end of the day, I hate that term. End of the day, um, and so I know I said time. it. I know I hate it though. <laughs> I hate it. And I hate hearing it. Um, but it's not. It's not tennis. It's not golf. Where you know, it's it's totally on him if he win or totally on him if he loses. You know what I mean? So. And you think of last the last game, you know, he had a triple-double, triple double, damn near, you know, I won't say perfect game, but, you know, pretty pretty awesome game. The second-best player on the team had a fucking awesome game, and yet it's still fucking lost, you know, so. Well, before I uh, let Steve comment real quick, I did want to point out the fact that I've noticed that, um, so my, my, my Facebook feed has been, Mad conversations about LeBron's legacy, LeBron versus Jordan, uh, this whole finals and all that shit. And there's been a lot of talk of um, if he if he gets swept, 
No, actually, no. The 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 talk has been how do you put LeBron as a guy who um he's he's been largely successful. I think that's if, yeah, it, but well the that's kind of the point. Is like people when when Cleveland wins, right? Oh Cleveland, well not Cleveland. Cleveland well not well oh, not Cleveland. So when a LeBron team wins, people go, uh LeBron won this championship. LeBron did this. LeBron did that. When his team does not win, people are like, he needs help. He doesn't have enough uh, help, enough people. Or Cleveland lost. Miami lost. Um, I kind of want to talk about the distinction between when, when his team wins, he gets the credit. But when his team loses, it's everybody else's fault. It's no different than Tom Brady winning or losing. When the fucking Patriots win, it's, oh, Tom Brady led the Patriots to a win. When the Patriots lose, it's, oh, well, the defense didn't do this or the defense didn't do that. Or It's exactly like that. It's no fucking difference. So as far as his legacy is concerned, I don't – I personally don't think it affects his legacy at all. Um, he's been a great player to watch. I hate the fact that he's from that fucking state that I refuse to name. Mm-hmm. But – it's not worth naming. Yeah, it's he's, quite unfortunate. He's he's been an amazing player to watch. Uh, I'm tired of the conversation where well he's coming out the East and conference and block, he he's in the conference he's in. He he plays the competition he plays. That he has no control over that shit. I'm I'm beyond like you guys tired of the fucking Jordan comparisons. Everybody wants somebody to be the Sick next Jordan so fucking bad that they're that they're not fucking appreciating what they see. Like I I have a strong suspicion. That the hate he receives now is going to be completely 180 when he's getting ready to retire. It's going to be Kobe all over again. Because everybody that fucking hated Kobe when he he was on that retirement tour. Oh my God, Kobe's so great. Kobe's so this. Kobe's so that. Like two years ago, you fucking couldn't stand Kobe. You hated Kobe. Kobe was this. Kobe was that. But now that he's fucking retiring, it's all of a sudden, oh my God, he's the second best player ever. Blah, 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 blah. Just just appreciate what you're fucking watching while you're watching it. Yeah. Like, I mean, and and he and LeBron is is he's quite the show. I mean, you know, as I I was a I was a I was a huge fan when he was in high school coming to the NBA, and then it just kind of withered away and whatever. But it doesn't really it doesn't take away the fact that I mean, as much as I don't really care for him as much, just you know whatever, it doesn't take away that, that he's a he's an awesome fucking player. Um, and not to mention, I can't I want to fucking hate him off the court, but I can't. No, you hear you hear, you don't hear shit bad about the dude off the fucking court. I tell you some shit off mic. Oh, okay, never mind. Then. I thought about that. So, <laughs> soon as soon as, well, you, never mind. soon as you said it, I was just like, you don't hear anything on ESPN or Fox and Sports about anything bad. Then I should say, but I mean, he's been, he's off been the court, he's watch, putting it, he's putting his money in, in good places. You know, he's uh, you know, quite generous in that aspect, and you know, it's it's not much. You know, you really say bad about the guy, um, but I don't I don't feel sorry for him. Um, I know that wasn't the question, but I just don't feel you know pity or you know like you know he's they every team he's been on. I mean, when he was in Cleveland, you know, before he left, you know. They were constantly sending guys to help him, you know, and the shit didn't work out. You know, dipped, went to Miami. The help got there, and you know, 
ultimately end up winning. How many did they win in? Um, two, two, two out of three. Two out of three. You know, came back to you know uh, Cleveland, and then they traded away the first pick to get Love. And so, you know, that's one of those you know, discussions where people talk about, you know, trading for, you know, people going to teams for, you know, um, dynasties, all this bullshit. They traded away a fucking first pick to get love. And, you know, so they got the pairs they wanted to get and it's not working out. So, you know, you know what's going to be interesting, though, is if they, they do get swept tomorrow. I don't know if anybody else paid attention to this. Every time he leaves a team, when he left Cleveland the first time, when they show him walking towards the tunnel. If you notice, he takes off his jersey and just kind of throws it to the side. He did that the first time he left Cleveland. The last time Miami left, before he left, he did the same thing. He took his jersey off, just kind of threw it to the side. So if they lose tomorrow and he, and he, throws, and he, and he, he throws his jersey to the side, I, th- I think he's I'm gone. totally going to be watching for that. I don't, you know what? I don't care about the fucking game. I just want to see him when he walks off. Now I just want to see when he walks off. That's interesting. That's interesting. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, another popular topic that I – I kind of want to discuss because it, it's it's it is a hot topic. How do you feel about Kevin Durant? Because I've seen it like crazy, dog. Like the, especially considering the finals that he's had, the Kevin Durant topic is really really popping off right now. So how do you feel about Kevin Durant? I, I'm not gonna go into details about his situation. We all know what it is. So how do you feel about Kevin Durant? I think he's in a place where he's happy. Um, and I think that makes a huge fucking difference playing on a team where you can have fun and that shit shows in the court. Um, I don't think he's ever meant, I don't never think, I never think he was the alpha player on the team. I've never considered him really the alpha when he was in OKC. I thought that was Russ. And I think Russ showed that this year by fucking averaging a triple double and getting a shitty Oklahoma city team into the fucking playoffs and getting them at a six seed at that. Um, but I think talent wise, I shit, I, the shit he can do is fucking amazing. I think he's just really starting to come into his own. So it'd be interesting to watch, but I don't give a fuck about him no way or another because he doesn't play for Detroit. So, um, how do you, well before you before you answer, also I wanted to add, how do you feel about his uh, legacy as well? Like as a guy who um, let's let's do the conversation under the assumption that Golden State wins. How do you feel about his legacy as a guy who left? Uh, a team on the cusp of a championship going to a team that that beat them and ultimately winning a championship because I've seen a lot of people who have downplayed his performance in the finals because of the fact that he is playing with a whole bunch of great players it's kind of like like they're painting the picture of him like piggybacking almost like so how do you feel about his um his legacy like if it like if Golden State wins do you feel like it's cheapened almost for 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 him? Is it cheapened really? Like did he kind of like ride the coattails, or is it like legit legit? For me personally, I guess because we're from the the eighties era, the Bad Boys Pistons, and we saw everything else. You know, you had to go through a process to win it. So. I guess for me being from that era, I'm slightly biased and saying, yeah, to me, it's slightly cheapened. But I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Overall, I don't I don't think it delegitimizes. I don't think that's a word, but whatever. Um, yeah, it, work, it works. Though it works. Yeah, it, right. it definitely works. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think that 
holds any real any real weight. I mean, the object at the end of the fucking day is to win fucking championships, and he's on the cusp of winning a championship. So, the fuck. I mean, if if again, I do IT. So, if I'm working for Ice and Google says, "Hey, we want you to come work for us." Guess what the fuck I'm gonna go work for? I'm gonna go work at goddamn Google. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not personally mad at him for doing it. Um, I get it. He he wants to win. I don't necessarily agree with the way he did it, but that's that's me and I'm from a different era. And just the game now is a different era as well. I mean, it's not as physical. You can't really do a lot of the shit you used to do. So I just I'm trying to appreciate the game and this current era with leaving the era that I grew up in behind because it's it's never going to be what it was. And the game is supposed to evolve. It's supposed to change. You're supposed to see new shit that you've never seen. Because if I'm watching the same shit that I watched when I was 9 or 10, quite honestly, I'm going to lose interest and I'm not going to watch it. So that's how I feel about it personally. Um, Where do I start? F- I know you're passionate about this topic. Yeah, I try not to be, but I feel like it's just so, uh, in some respects, it's just, it's some of the stuff is so stupid. But um, I think your, what, your first question was about just a feeling about him, period. Um, well, my my overall question is, how do you feel about, uh, again, assuming they yeah. win, how do you feel about him jumping shit from Oklahoma City to go to Golden State and ultimately win? Yeah, I, it was, was so crazy. Especially given how the, the these three games have played out so what's far. What's so crazy? I think what's great about him going there is that the, the chemistry just seems so flowing so well. And I think it, it says, I think it says less about Golden State in the way it works and more about how it didn't work in OKC and people wanted it to work well just because they made it so far but it was just it was it, it couldn't have been um, well one I always thought and you make a good point about him not being like the alpha player but I felt like even in that it was a struggle of who was going to be that with him and Russ and I feel like I think the team wanted Kevin Garnett to be, I mean, I'm sorry, Kevin Garnett, <laughs> uh, KD to be it, and Russ wanted it, wanted it, and I think like they couldn't exist on the same team. I felt like one of them was going to leave after that 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 last season. Um, so I don't know. I think it says less. I think more about the the dysfunction possibly of OKC and them, you know, meshing and or, or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm happy for the dude. I, I think you know we are in a different you know as um, Steve said we are in a different era. You know where a lot of teams were were built and and things of that nature. Um, and for me, I just don't. I I never never understood the that it, basketball seems to be one of the few sports where people really push the whole loyalty to to teams and things of that oh, nature. Gotcha. You know, like, you know, shit, the fucking Yankees have bought dynasties and shit. And, you know, and you can, and I made this point pretty many, many times, is that just just say NBA, for instance, you can trade, owners can trade players to teams and no one pitches a bitch. But when a player wants to really go somewhere, you know, now they're disloyal. They should have stayed the team. It should have built it. And no one treats it like a fucking job. No one cares in football. No one cares in fucking hockey. Uh, none of these other sports. But with basketball, you know, you're supposed to, you know, stay no, with a team. Football, they care because they, they bitch. 
I don't know if it's as high. When players hold out, they bitch about that shit. And I'm I'm so fucking pro football players getting their money. Yeah, absolutely. Hold absolutely. the fuck out. Do what you got. Even if you a lion, hold the fuck out. Get and your money. Even more so for, but, but let's, more let's, so for football players. Let's let's pause the conversation because I want his opinion on this. How do you feel about what Calvin Johnson said about his his exit with the Lions? Oh, I'm I'm see to me that's for as much as I'm pro player getting their money. I'm I'm more of the Patriot way where it's still the team first. Like I'm a Lions fan. I'm not a Calvin Johnson fan. Mm-hmm. I appreciated Calvin Johnson and everything that he did for the organization. Sometimes he was the only thing worth watching on fucking Sunday when watching that team. But at the same end of the day, you signed a contract. You didn't live up to that contract. Now, if you outperform that contract and you say, hey, I want more money, get more money. You, you deserve it. You outperformed your contract. You didn't live up to your expectation on the contract. The team had every right to ask for that money. That's written into the fucking contract as well. That's written into every single fucking contract. Now, the difference is most teams do not ask for that money back when a player retires. However, new fucking regime, new fucking stance, blah, 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 blah. The, as far as I'm concerned, the Lions are saying, hey, this is the stance. We don't care who you are. If you don't want to live up to your contract, you don't have to. That's fine. But be prepared. These are the repercussions that can happen. Now, I, I want to pose this question to you as a as a, as a football expert. Um, how do you feel about? Because I'm 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 with you on 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 what you just said, and I'm not uh, disagreeing. I'm I'm raising a a, a different point. Um, how do you feel about the idea of, and specifically to the Lions, that we now have two guys who have retired prematurely who have generally negative things to say about how they were treated upon their exit i i question how this impacts the franchise as a whole like if 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 you're a up and coming player or you're a bona fide star and you're looking for somewhere to go, and the Lions are like, hey, come here. If you are the management on the Lions, and you're saying, hey, Calvin Johnson, give me this money back, are you thinking ahead into the future? Like, how does does this reflect on us as a franchise where we now have two guys who are with with Barry and inarguably – the best running back of all time and with Calvin Johnson, uh, arguably one of the best receivers who are both leaving this franchise kind of like, I don't know. It didn't sit well with me. Like, I wonder how future players might look at that shit. And if the lions as a franchise take that into consideration, like, are they thinking like, maybe we shouldn't ask him for this money back. Cause now we might, uh, look like, we might be reflected in a bad light for guys who might potentially be coming here in the future. No, that's that's a very fair argument, and I, I get that side of it. It's just a question, like, because I, well, I, I, I'm I know, legit and, curious. Like, I'm like, I'm wondering, like, how does this work out for us? Like, if we have a guy who's like, hey, I want to come here. No, not even I want to come here, but like, we want a guy who might actually come here, and he might look like he might look at look at it from the outside, like the Lions as a as an organization. 
say theoretically didn't do right by Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. I mean, I, like, I, I, to me, that's two different. Are, to me, that's two different regimes. I, well, I think it is. I think, it's, like, I think it's two different. And I think it's going to look at it as a line. I think like, new. Do you think I think that new, new guys are. I don't think new guys are going to look at it that way because I don't think new guys are potentially coming here with and and la- lasting that long to the point of retirement or something like that. But so look I, at it. Look at it as as you're a free a star free agent, right? Whatever position you may play, say whoever's a a star at their position, whoever's a star at their position, right? And they're thinking like, hey, I'm trying to change teams. I don't like this team that I'm on. And the Lions are like, Hey, come come over here. How do you think that this impacts that person's decision? I don't think it does. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think it does. Look at the Patriots. This, no, this is le- legitimately just a question. Like, I mean, I do you I, think I that it impacts it that person's I don't think, view I don't think it does. I mean, on the many franchise, players, many players have come here, got paid, and you know, if things didn't work out and left, and nothing was taken, you know, what I'm saying, I think the signing bonus thing, you know, if a so you think this won't hurt us as a franchise? No, no, no but no, I, I think it won't hurt us if the culture changes, like it has been lately, and they continue to win more games. If they're competitive and they're in the division race and they're winning division titles, they're Consistently in the playoffs, none of that shit matters. If we start just being totally shitty, then yeah, and, it's, it's going to have an effect. You're, you're, you're killing, you know, have a, let another player come here and their career just tanks and they retire. It's done, <laughs> and, and we're shitty too, you know. Saying, but I think you know, with what like uh, Steve said, you know, us actually getting better, you know, and acquiring better coaching. I mean, I don't think we've had the the amount of you know good personnel in years, you know. So you know, I think they're they're progressively progressing <laughs> they're getting better <laughs> and and i and i think you know team te- i mean players are actually coming here to like you know talk about playing here you yeah, know what i'm saying I, I so saw that question posed and i thought it was interesting I, the idea of a free agent looking like the lions essentially chased off barry sanders and calvin johnson well i think how does that impact well, their free agency well i think that, i think it was two different things though, free agency well i think steve made this point you know many times before not just in the podcast that we and and i totally i fought it in my head i never i never told him i fought it but you know we we should have traded calvin johnson so you know <laughs> i i fought it because you i mean i mean honestly we we get attached to players and you, and you really Patriots, this is my thing. And I, I'm not saying it's right I'm, I'm just saying we do Patriots don't get attached to players No if They get good, attached to winning If they're good And when they can no longer serve a purpose Or they can't fit in that Yeah you're right cap, And when they're, they're good gone. They stay And when they're not They're gone And even, I think, when they're, even when they're good though Like the thing is They they allocate And any good team will do this They will allocate A certain percentage Of their salary cap To specific positions So let's say 25% of my salary cap I'm going to allocate To the quarterback when that quarterback isn't worth 25%, which eventually is fucking much as he's beaten Father Time, Tom Brady will not Tom Brady will not be worth that at some point. The Patriots at some that, that point probably be sooner than later. At some point they'll be like, "Hey, he's gone." And that, he might that's be it. that he might be worth that 25% to another franchise, right? Exactly. Because oh, yeah, he's going to sell tickets. Right. And I, and I think other franchises may not even go by that that type of ruling just because I think they just they just they do shit really well. Um, I think that I I just thought that was I, I wanted to pose that question because no, I, I think interesting aspect of of looking at yeah. looking at how uh how guys have retired and how future future free agents might treat the franchise. The thing is, I though, thought it was a really interesting question when I saw it. Calvin Johnson retired more due to injury. Yeah, I feel like then it, he came out with the with his comments and and then it kind of shifted. He's kind of butthurt though. 
And, and he, has, he has, you know, he's got. I mean, he's, he's got, got a, the he's validity got... of his butt hurtness is irrelevant. It's like he's butt hurt, and he was a a star player. So, like, if you were a star player coming up, I think it's an interesting question to ask. Like, how does Calvin Johnson's reaction to leaving? How does how does that impact you as a? I mean, no, no one, no, no, no one, a star or not wants to going to lose gracefully. You know what I mean? So I mean, you can have feelings about it. He got asked about it and he told it. But you know, and I think uh, Steve Smith made a, a observation of on Calvin Johnson. The basketball player, Steve no Smith? football, football, football player. Oh, okay. oh uh, you may know he, you know he, and he said I can't remember exactly, but you know. He didn't have the motivation to play injured because he didn't have a good team. Yeah. You know, people don't. If you're winning, you're gonna fight through it. But if you're losing, you're That's less likely yeah. to want to push through fucking injuries and stuff like that. And you know, it was a total jab at the team, but it, it fit. It you know true. what I'm saying? It was true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're injured and you have a good team, you're gonna say, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna wrap this shit up and take some 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 needles and you know push through it." But if you got a lackluster ass team and you're injured. Yeah, not you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna have that same push to want to do it, and I, I totally agree with that, totally. Also, I just thought it was an interesting <clears> conversation. <throat> I was like that. I, I saw that question posed, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I mean, I would love to see some of the opposing views because I don't think it, I don't think it, it would, it would make a difference with, you know, especially how the I team is, hope not. the, t- the <laughs> team, the team is progressing. But I would be curious to see some of the views on how people th- saw that. But you know, I, and I guess I think those were. We're, we're two wild, distant events. Plus, at know. the end of the day, money talks. That I mean, bottom for the NFL, money money talks. So we signed the right tackle, tackle uh, Wagner to the highest fucking paid deal for a right tackle ever. They, so the Lions has reset the market on that position. So, yeah, he could have he picked other teams, but so, they offered him a shitload of cash. Hey, guess what? I'm going to sign my name on this dotted line here. So transition, Be- transition. Uh, one, one more question. Transition. One more oh, question. One more question. Uh, and as far as contracts, and I actually I think I know the answer, but I'll go ask. Did you do you think that we should have pursued and gave them more money to sue? Nope. <laughs> I kind of knew as soon as I said that, I was like, yeah, because he. T- and I, it's like I know the next season he got all the money in Dolphins and, and was like shit, but I felt like it's one of those situational. Situations. That's the second time I've done that shit. Situational situations. Um, it's way more interesting in football. Well, I was I was thinking like you know with say with and I know it's just different apples and oranges with football and basketball. But Kevin Garnett was in a situation where it was just a the dynamics was shitty. He went to a better situation and you know it works out. Um, and I just wonder was Sue just in a bad situation with the Dolphins or was he just not worth it? I think he's in a personally. I think he's in a better situation with the Dolphins. Really? Okay. Um, actually, I really like their team. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to beat New England in that division, but they they have a good young team and they got a great fucking young coach. So is it is, is so is it is it a good thing that he's not getting it? Because I mean, he was on the Lions. It was you know Stafford sued. That's who you heard about. You know well, what I mean? My, my thing you is this again, and, and and I think when we signed uh, Quinn to be the general manager. I think he started doing that allocation portion because you're only going to allocate a certain percentage mm-hmm, right, to right. a specific position. So if he's outside of that allocation, then you you got to look for other uh, opportunities. Right. And it, granted, is they're not going to be as fucking good as Sue, but you 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 got to decide which position is more important because you know you're Makes gonna sense, have to, yeah. you're gonna have to pay Stafford, which we're gonna have to do this year. 
and we're just waiting to Derek Carr get signed before that contract gets signed. Um, you can Wait, before you continue, why is Derek Carr's uh, contract? What 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 impact does that have on Stafford's? Uh, also, who the fuck is Derek Carr? Quarterback for the quarterback uh, Red Raiders. Yeah. Oh, okay. Continue. So, <laughs> Carr is pretty much going to set the market at okay. This is the going rate for quarterbacks. Stafford's going to be the highest quarterback under contract next year. Um, Wait, Derek Carr is who now? Oakland. Oakland. Oh, okay. You're thinking of David Carr. That was his older brother. Okay. Never mind. You're right. Houston? Yeah, he was on yeah. Houston. Yeah. Okay. And then um no, Carr is going to set the market for the quarterbacks. Once that's set. Then the Lions will have a negotiating point to fucking go with Stafford. So potentially he's going to retire as the highest paid NFL player of all time. Really? Yep. Because he was two or three years removed from that rookie wage scale where they kept going up and up and up every year. Okay. So he got he had one of the last contracts for that. He got the extension. He's about to sign his new contract. So yeah, potentially he's going to go down as the highest paid player ever. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Um. So I kind of wanted to. I don't want to spend too much more time on the football shit, but I did also want you to talk about your your opinion on uh boycotting the NFL this season. Fuck Austin Davis. Okay. <laughs> How the fuck are you gonna sign Austin Davis over Colin Kaepernick? And everything I said on that long ass voicemail a few weeks ago. Is basically every fucking thing that's been said on ESPN and Fox Sports and blah, 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 blah. He's not a pure trot pack passer. He's not this. He's not. Do you want to fucking win games or you just want to? Because no matter what happens, when you put a backup quarterback in the scenario, you're, you're simply going to dump. You're more than likely going to dumb down the offense. You're not going to run the same amount of plays. You're not going to run the same fucking sets because they haven't had the reps with the first team. So they're going to dumb down the offense no matter fucking what. I mean, and I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt. The, you, could you give us some great, great points about him as far as agility and stuff? But it just seems like it's not even about that. It's still about the the attention that Kaepernick is, is has gotten. That's non football. Is why he's not getting signed. I, I mean, they, I think I don't. I didn't know the details of what they said. Kaepernick uh, didn't get signed, other than saying overqualified. <laughs> but it's it's it can't be football. It's it's not about football. I, do I think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL? No, I don't, not, think, and it's never I don't think he's better. That. I don't think he's better than the 32 other teams that are fucking playing. I don't. So why are you considering boycotting? Uh, because I, I do believe he's truly being blackballed. Okay. And I'm, I'm sick and tired of people just <laughs> saying it's it's not it's not. No, it's this is that. Just say what it is, man. Yeah. And it's like if you just if you refuse to admit that, then I just I can't I can't fuck with that no more. And that's gonna fucking kill me. I mean, I, and I, I mean, know. I got college football, but fuck, I got to spend time with my family on Sundays now. I'm just oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I, I, I truly agree. He's 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 being blackballed, and um, that's. I mean, it's 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 not about agility, dude. It's the blackball just, shit isn't even horrible overall because I think other players should have been probably blackballed for fucking domestic violence and shit like that. So I, I can even I can even take a blackballing, but to blackball a player because they stood up for fucking civil rights, man, get the fuck out of here, man. I, I just I just I'm, I'm I never I just I never would have thought that a a silent protest would have amounted to so much. Like 
It wasn't like he just he 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 stood on a on on the fucking Raptors and just you know grabbed his balls and was like fuck the flag and shit. You know what I'm saying? And so or you know he he, he tore down right he right he pissed like on the goalpost. He was going to do the shit. shit. He just one game took a knee. He didn't stand. He didn't announce it. He didn't do shit. It was the media that kept uh, perpetuating the shit, and it just grew from there. And it just I'm, I'm just I'm done with it. I'm you know I'm, I'm on this on this other side flip side of that I'm. I'm happy to see that, you know, he's still out, you know, being generous, you know, donating to different causes and all that, you know, just being a fucking decent human being while all this bullshit is happening. So hope that brother got some money, man. And, you know, he continues to do the things he do. Um, but yeah, it's fucked up. Um, I had another, I had heard someone, um, it was talking in, in the game yesterday um and some of the commentators was talking about should they uh um revert the uh rule for uh college play or high school players to come in the NBA versus the year yeah. the year uh in college and I was just curious what y'all thought do you think that they should keep it one year or uh come straight out oh uh, me personally no because i mean again in hockey they can come straight out in baseball you can come straight out of high school um, football, I get because physically, an 18 year old is not gonna be able to take on that type of fucking uh, that punishment. But in basketball, if you have the talent, why why not? I and again, I just you can go serve your country at 18, but you can't go make millions of dollars. I I just have a huge issue with that shit, and I yeah. think it's funny that in a sport that is the majority African American, all of a sudden we have this stipulation. Because I, I I won't even start on the NCAA shit. I I fucking hate the NCAA. But, I mean, what is that year really doing, though? Are you really developing that much, though, from a year out? No, you're making advertising money for the NCAA and the NCAA tournament. That's Because it. these players have this name already associated with them, and then they can... Ben Simmons. Who the fuck watched LSU basketball this year? I'm lying. A- again, nobody gives a fuck <laughs> about LSU basketball, but everybody gave a fuck about LSU basketball two seasons ago when Ben Simmons was there. You saw games on ESPN. ESPN didn't show one goddamn LSU basketball game this year. Why? Because they fucking suck. But again, they were showing that shit when Ben Simmons was there. Who got money for that shit? LSU. I don't give a fuck about these kids. So if he's good enough and some team is willing to invest millions of dollars, that's that team's business. Could you that's- imagine Carmelo playing four years of college or LeBron playing four years of college or nope. or Kevin Garnett playing four years of college? Nope. And that, that's... Well, I'm actually pro LeVar Ball. I hope I don't fucking like all the shit that he does, but I hope his fucking model of fuck you, I want a true partnership. You're not going to fucking take all my money away from me. I hope that shit takes off. Imagine how much money LeBron James would have got. Nike Nike gave that man $90 million out of high school. Out of high school. How much was he really worth to Nike then? I feel like you can give him $90 million. They've made so much fucking more. That's a off. drop in the bucket, and they knew that shit. So LeBron, but ninety million to a, a eighteen year old and a shitload and a single mom I'll take who's ninety not million right now. And, shit. Right. But I, I yeah. take nine thousand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I I I, I agree with So yeah, I hope I hope the LeVar Ball shit takes off, man. I I hope that model fucking cause think about Kevin Durant. Had Kevin Durant had somebody in his ear like LeVar Ball when he signed that fucking what was it, hundred Two hundred million dollar shoe deal, something like that. Something like that. That's a drop in the bucket for Nike because Nike knew they were going to make way more than two hundred million dollars off Kevin Durant. So if he would have approached him with that same idea, hey, I want a true partnership, or fuck you, you're not getting me at all. 
that's going to change the game for all of them. So I hope that shit works out for them, man. Well, that's kind of off topic, but it's just randomly. So uh, before we wrap up, the last thing I want to talk about is um, Bill Maher said nigga on TV. Thoughts? Nigger. Nigger. <laughs> With the ER. ER. He didn't say with an ER. I thought it was ER. Nah, nah, he didn't say with an ER. I thought he said ER. Nah, he said I'm a house nigga. He didn't say with an ER. I thought I saw I thought people making the distinction it was ER. I thought it was ER. Nah, I didn't say with an ER. But either way, thoughts. I feel like there's so many there's there's so many words in the English language and any other language that white people can use, and you just don't got to use one. Just leave the fuck alone. It's just not your place. Just stay think, away from it. I think that is like the definitive response. Like that should just be it. Like, like, I think that should be the end of the conversation. Yeah, it's like that's one word you just can't use. <laughs> leave it alone. Infinite amount of words you can use. You you can't use one. Leave that alone. Leave it alone. That, just just let it go, dog. I thought this was gonna turn into a conversation, but I feel like we can wrap it up. <laughs> Using different fucking website names to describe different minorities and shit, mm-hmm. and you, you fucking make up words. Are you still other words to describe that same shit? Yeah. The one word you can't fucking use, you 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 try to use it and you use it. No, just 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 leave that one out. <laughs> and all the and all versions of it, just let it go. It's. I I feel like the conversation is a wrap. Like I like like. <laughs> <laughs> Why discuss it anymore? Like that's the best point that can be made. Like you can say anything else. You have one word you can't say. Like let that word be. Like let's just let I feel it like go. that's that's uh, let, man, like, shit. Let, let I thought I thought we were gonna discuss it, but I kind of like like why bother? Like that's it. I don't know, man. I just feel like I I feel like it can it can be that simple. Like no, just 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 let it go. Just dog. don't, yeah. Like just don't. Like do you have to? Well, to add to that, so Bill Maher is going to have uh, supposedly um, Michael Eric Dyson, Ice Cube, some other random person, and they're going to talk about his use of the N word. And so, I guess we'll see. Now that's coming on tomorrow, right? Yeah. So okay. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I I. I I don't know. I thought I was gonna discuss it, but like I don't. I'm curious I, I don't what your really thoughts though. No, I'm curious your thoughts though. I, I don't I, know. I feel like I feel like it could be that simple, but I know it's not. It. I mean, shit. It is now. Like I mean, like it's simple, <laughs> it, it kind of is that simple. Like I could have built theoretically. I could have built a case around why it's not that offensive or all all that shit. Like all that shit could happen. Like you could say why it was okay or why it shouldn't have been offensive. But like when you put it like that, it's like why discuss it at that point? It's like you have an infinite amount of words you could have said. Like the English language, there's so many words in it. Like just like, don't I say that like, one. I feel like you could have said, I'm a um. I'm too good for that. I'm a house slave. Yeah. He could have said house slave and it would have been no drama. Yeah. But yeah. he said, he said, I'm going to be a house nigga and 
All this shit ensued. It just he it, it, I think he's smart enough to know that he could have avoided that. I feel like his his vocabulary could be a little a lot more you know extensive than you know him he displayed that day. I feel like he he, he absolutely could have said something else. He's letting all them black women he be fucking go to his. Head. Yeah, I heard he's uh yeah he, he's he's popular with the black poon. Wasn't he dating Superhead at some point too? Yep. I heard yeah. a rumor about that. No, it, it wasn't that a rumor. Actually, that actually happened? Yeah. Damn, I wonder how was that? Great. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to have a discussion about the N-word, but Otis wrapped it up. So, um, I don't I don't have anything to add. Honestly, like, I mean, uh, it, yeah, I mean, what he said. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, As a big, big Bill Maher fan, I was kind of taken aback. I've... I, I feel like Bill Maher kind of like, 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 see, you said he, he like fucks black women and he thinks he has a pass. And I saw an article from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar saying like, you know, it wasn't meant malice. And I get that. But I mean, I feel like your argument like deads it. Like, that's it. Like, you could have just not said that. Like, you could have just not done it. I mean, Killer Mike came up and said it. We got bigger problems than that. And I'm like. We can multitask and say that he's wrong and deal with other problems <laughs> all at the same fucking time. So, you know, to say that, I mean, yeah, we got more, but we got we got a fucking whole ass president. We got a lot of shit going on, but we multitasking all this other shit. We can multitask and say Bill Maher is wrong and black home black crime is wrong. Whatever the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can do all this shit all at the same fucking time. You know, so uh, that's bullshit. I, I don't know. Just I was more shocked that Killer Mike, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, Man, yeah. we can just wrap up the nigga yeah. conversation yeah. like that was that. Yeah. That's it. I was definitely disappointed, Killer Mike, with that one. I was just like, dude, you could have you could have came better than that. Yeah. So what was your response when you saw Killer Mike's tweets? <laughs> I was just kind of sitting there like reading tweets, and my mouth kind of open like this. Dude didn't really respond like I, I yeah. kind of expected. Like, I, I, I really expected him to kind of go at him, and he was just like, "We got bigger problems." Or I'm just like, "Come on, dude!" Like, and, and, and you see, Al Franken said he's not going to go on the show anymore. Really? Yeah, I, I thought I that was interesting. That. Like Al Franken backed out, and Al Franken's a, a regular, so I, he's going to be heard. I'm, I'm incredibly interested to see the next show. Like I, I really want Ice Cube. Fucking Ice Cube is on the next show. Like, really, dude? I don't have high. Fa- I, I don't. I'm, I'm just about to say I don't have high hopes for Ice Cube. <coughs> I really is feel like right? Ice Cube might pull a. I think I'm gonna get. Are we there yet? Ice Cube versus. Oh no! I, I no! I've seen. <laughs> I no! I've seen. He's he's talked about it ahead of time. I've seen quotes from Ice Cube already in preparation for the show. And it's not. And Ice Cube's ready to. To have a, a difficult conversation. So it's not going to be, are we there yet, Ice Cube? It's going to be. Is it going to be like no Vaseline Ice Cube? Yeah, I, I was about to say it's going to be no Vaseline Ice Cube. <laughs> I, from what I've seen. So, yeah, that's that's what it's looking Dude, like. Dude, I'm actually going I, I, I to. I never really watched him at all, but I'm definitely going to set my DVR. So I can, uh, I'm gonna try to do your uh, your morning Saturday morning ritual. Yeah. I'm probably, I might not go out and buy breakfast, but I might just turn the TV on. Yeah, Turn, I might, you know. Yeah, I might just I gotta get, yeah. home, get some Coney Island before I go back home. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have you had Coney since you've been here? Ah, uh, man, I had White Castle. I'm about to go get White Castle again right now. Shit, I've had it twice SMI. this week. Shit. So, short. I went. Um, so I decided to give up pork for the month. Um, 
Yeah, crazy. Um, so I was, yeah. I got up early enough. I'm like, I can go pick up me some um, white castles from breakfast because they breakfast sandwiches are fucking awesome. And I'm right. I'm like, fuck. The breakfast sandwiches is all pork. It's either sausage or bacon. So I'm like, motherfucker. And I'm like, I'm not getting the egg sandwich. But then I get and I look on the menu and I'm at a stoplight because I'm looking at the menu like, what can I really get? You can get a regular slider with egg and cheese. You don't have to get a fucking breakfast, like breakfast huh. sausage. And that bitch was fire. Just FYI. Hmm. So. Good to know. That's yeah. still gay to not eat pork, but okay. Well, the thing uh. was, it's like I'm trying this thing where I want to give up some kind of food every month just to see if I could do it. Okay. Like, and so it's like, you know. You next, still might as well be ISIS, but that's fine. I could be, you know. Uh, but You're still terrorist, also, but So far, fine. I'm like day nine, and, and you know, I ain't had no, you know. I avoided some. This guy's catering that I know is really good. He has some fucking smoked ribs, and I was just like, "I'm just gonna try the chicken." And yeah, awesome. so you're Hotep now. All yeah. right, so uh, <laughs> all the good points are just trash. Now. <laughs> yeah, you trash now. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? No, nah, um, man, I'm just, good. Uh, thanks, Steve, for stopping by, man, and uh, uh, chopping it up with us. Uh, always good to catch up with you when you in town. Um, other than that, uh. I think we're good. Uh, as always, you could hit our uh, emails up, uh, whatever the podcast at Gmail. If you have any questions uh, to submit, or our individual Twitter, uh, Microscope underscore Aaron. And I changed my what? My Twitter. It's not Blaine Otis no more. No. Oh, it's, it's Grumpy Otis. Your actual at name. Yes, but it's the O is a zero because o, Grumpy Otis is actually taken. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm kind of like throwing <laughs> off. I'm like, like, what? Like, Dude, so I, I've been playing around with I, I, I'm one, thrown off by the fact that you changed it, and then two, thrown off that Grumpy Otis is already taken. Like, I'm one of the fuckers that don't even use Twitter often. Either. Probably like an 80 all the names that I really wanted to use, <laughs> I, I, I looked at some random names, and they were all taken by people. Like, I really wanted to just put old Otis. But that was already taken, obviously. And Otis God is damn. And Otis is taken. Just O T I S. Some random white guy. Hmm. It's a white guy named Otis. Exactly. Yeah. What? So I changed it. It's no fanfare. I don't think nobody even noticed it. I mean, I wasn't I gonna be out and making grand, <laughs> grand, uh, like uh, announcements like here, here, here. <laughs> <laughs> My name is changed. Bitches recognize. Uh, but yeah. Damn. So. Um, Shattering news. Right. Um, I guess next week we'll uh, talk about shit next week. <laughs> I started thinking about like, what are you talking about? Right. So uh, I guess we'll talk about shit next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I guess we, we can say bye for real, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, peace. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>